G'day, punters. Welcome to another edition of the Mailbag Preview Show. Got the same band back together, Shane and Lindsay, after shooting the lights out last week. So before we kick off, guys, make sure you like the show, subscribe. Um, last two or three weeks, I think, I think since I've been doing the preview show, um, we found you plenty of winners, so please like and subscribe. But I'll throw to you guys, Shane, how's your week been? You're, you're off the deathbed to join us this morning. Yeah, horrific week. I've been really crook. I've got the immune system of a soft shell crab. Uh, I was thinking two, yep. two weeks ago you were in the same position when Lindsay and I Honestly, were on. I know. I'm t- I turn um, 45 in 10 days' time, so that might have something to do with it. I don't know. But I've had a horrid run this year with illness. Um, I don't know whether I'm not drinking enough, not partying enough. I think, well, look, there's a bit of a correlation there, isn't it? You've you've cut back on the partying, the drinking, and mm. you're getting more sick. So, look, reading between the lines. Drinking green juice during a preview show. Like, normally, I'd be having a goat right now doing the preview show at this time of day. But I think there were a few, a few cheat days in there, though, Shane. Couple, couple of cheat days. <laughs> anyway, apart from that, apart from the illness, everything's going good. The team's airborne on the punt. Um, so, like, I, we had a great, a good winning day yesterday and Ipswich was called off, so I just laid on the couch in bed. It was it was great. Um, and just to echo your comments there on the opening comments about subscribing to this show, like, if you don't like free money, don't subscribe. If you do enjoy winning on the punt and the feeling of collecting, subscribe to the show. Old mate Lindsay, he's declared giga kick and it, all it did was drift all day and got out to some ridiculous price, declared it on the show and pissed it. Well done, Lindsay. Lindsay's declared giga kick. I think his words were best of the weekend. Shane's triple scoop ice cream, whatever the fuck that is, that get, that gets up two weeks in a row for us. So, <laughs> you too. Yeah, yeah. Get, get, get around us. Lindsay, how are you, mate? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Um, just another week, really. Um, <laughs> no, I, did, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean an arrogant sense, sorry. I was just saying, you know, it's just another week for me. Yeah, um, it's another moral <laughs> wins, you know. No, no. Like, not oh, a lot of Just another week for me. Um, no real standouts this week, you know, working that type of stuff. But yeah, anyway, looking forward to Saturday. To be honest, beauty. We'll get stuck in. Um, first se- first segment brought to us by via the mailbag Bloodstock. Um, we've got a few runners coming up in the next few days, but we've got a couple to sell. We've got two and a half percent left in Atlantic Way. I think up on the screen first. We've got the Autumn Sun. Um, Philly there, trained by Annabelle Neesham. Um, Shane, what's she like? Uh, yeah, had its um, third third ride at the Breakers on Monday. Um, I haven't got any vision of that because um, his wife gave birth that day, I think. So he was going to get some videos and photos, but I had a baby instead, so I was sort of fair enough. Um, congratulations. We'll let him off this time. Yeah, congratulations um, to the Kate Wells there. Um, yeah, but obviously, you know, she's um, you know she's a well-bred filly, and she's going to a you know Australia's one of Australia's leading stables in the strike rate in Queensland. I think Nisham Stables brilliant, and also you know if she can measure up to Sydney, with obviously she's got the ability to go down there as well. So um, you know she's got you know nice Japanese bloodlines, and she doesn't have to do she doesn't have to be a superstar to um, you know to hold her value as a you know, as a, as a mare down the track. So she'll get every chance. She's at the right place. So fingers crossed. 
Perfect. As always, guys, uh, get in touch with Jono at themailbag.com.au, J-O-N-O. So we've got the Autumn Sun Philly there. Also got it 2.5% left in Atlantic Way with uh, with Gavin Bedgegood, who I think every week um, we talk on the show that he's airborne and he keeps uh, finding winners um, in between shows. He does, and it's like $362. So if you watched the show last week and had the triple scoop or you're on Giga Kick, but the, like... Email Jono, which is J-O-N-O. We'll, we won't have to say that eventually when we're big enough. But email Jono at themailbag.com.au, J-O-N-O, and just ask for a couple of Gavin's reports. Yeah. That's yeah. all you need. And, that, and then you'll just you'll, you'll go in. He, yeah, he's keen. And look, hopefully we, uh, hopefully we kick off the, the, the partnership with Gavin with our first runner on Sunday at sale, I believe, Shane, Field of Roses running around for Gavin. Yeah. So as we record this at quarter to 11, John I sent a message through saying it drew 20 of 20 um, on Sunday. So I don't know. I don't really know Victorian racing, but it is winter and it is sale. So you probably want to be outside fence. I don't know. But I'll leave that to the experts. Anyway, guys, as always, um, yeah, get in ch- touch with uh, Jono there. If you, you just just any questions you've got about any of the horses that you've seen pop up on the social channels, get in touch with Jono, um, ask him a few questions. And, you know, if you have backed the winner with us over the last few weeks, um, get involved. It's uh, not too expensive. Um, all right, we'll get stuck into today's Saturday's racing. Sorry. Uh, we've got a few to preview. Um, just at Caulfield this weekend, I believe, the, the big wet again up Shane's sort of way. So we're steering clear early up in Queensland. But I will say, I think a few weeks ago when we Shane and I were just on and we did the, the Melbourne preview and it was wet up in Queensland, Shane shot the lights out on the on the Saturday up there. So all important, sign up to Shane's pack on, on Saturday with the big wet. But we'll get stuck in to... Caulfield, I believe um, the two-year-old king himself, Lindsay's got uh, going to preview race one for us. Definitely not the king. Um, okay, yep. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on. Race one, um, River Ribble. Um, I've I've found two chances here. Uh, River Ribble. Um, John McNeil six after winning first up at Cranbourne. Uh, didn't break the maiden class figure here uh, as we roll the replay, but. Won pretty effortlessly here. Um, Exonumia has run uh, second or third here. I think it's third. Um, and that boasts some okay form around it. Um, it maps to have an advantage on speed again on Saturday at Caulfield. And um, it looks to have every chance to win again. Um, there it is there. You know, it streaks clear there. Um, nothing really chasing it. Uh, I think the stable thinks it's uh, Guinea's horse. So keep that in mind with, uh, you know, bigger targets down the road and um, staying at the trip, like uh, at a shorter trip here. Um, but the one early I'm looking at is Chester Warrior for Hayes and Stackhouse. Um, it's open $8 out to 12 um, We're seeing its latest jump out here at Flemington. And these Flemington jump outs, it's hard to sit wide and kind of make ground and look good. Um, and it does that here. It does exactly that. Um, the jump out form around it's been weak. It's had three, um, but the way it travels and moves, I, I really, really like it. Um, its first jump out, it went par with Chopin, who's uh, I think an eight dollar chance in this race. Um, yeah, it was caught wide, given a slap along here. So it was caught wide the whole way. It's given a slap along on the corner here. This is the first time ever with the leash, um, and it's put a good gap on him here. The 
thing in the orange is a hawk's horse who has um who has jumped jumped out very well against um a hard held cannonball Chris Waller um who's won two city races in Melbourne already on Saturday um and it was one length of Sajardin on debut um so I think that that jump out form's okay um even though Keysborough was hard held at the Hawks horse um it really did put a space in him there and it's you know it just quickened very nicely and there was a Nick Ryan thing chasing not making much ground you know hard ridden so you know I at $12 I can spec that early and the thing is too um a bit of breeding here uh, it's a half to Turk warrior who was a champion two rolled in Tasmania uh won the Tasmanian Magic Millions too by three and a half lengths at a dollar seven um I think Curly had his second holiday home on it that day um at a dollar seven um so yeah I'm just impressed by its uh impressed by its uh trials there and um at twelve dollars I can spec it the um the knocks are it's likely midfield at worst in the run um it's never been it's drawn inside with drawn two I think so it's never been on the inside of horses because it's always tracked wide in those um in those jump outs but um you know I'm happy to spec it at the price at twelve bucks now um river ribble it's four eighty into three seventy already Deserved favourite, I'd say, but um, at the price, I'm happy to just let it go now. Um, and especially with these the volatile markets in these two-year-old races lately, as we said, you know, Giga kicks evens out to you know three ninety four dollars a fair last week. So, um, but I'd be having I'd half stake Chester Warrior now, half stake it on Saturday. Um, and if you if you can River Ribble too, um, half stake now, half stake at BSP. I find that's working lately. And what about uh, what about Thronbone there, uh, Lindsay? I think you, you you tipped us all into that um, a couple of starts back at thirties, and it's gone two on the trot um, at the four forty. How, how are you sort of seeing that? Yeah, so it's the one that's done it. Uh, it's proven. There's mixed format of both wins. Um, Hoofs don't lie. Um, ran on well, a bit unlucky against it. Uh, ran on well at Caulfield against it last time, and then's been. Um, been comfortably by Giga Kick at the latest, uh, and just the form has been a bit, bit meh. Um, that Gennady form, I don't know, it's not really stacking up too well. Um, and you know, it's the one that's done it though. It's got to lump the weight, uh, and it will get get back likely too. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to risk it at the price, but it's the one that's done it. So I don't know, it's up to you. But um, Hafey's the one that I'm happy to take on. Uh, the jump outs didn't impress me that much. They were good. They didn't impress me too much. And I just want to see it first before taking the price. Um, but yeah, with Chester Warrior, I'm happy to have the gamble. Nice, nice gamble to play at the, uh, the double figure odds. We'll move on from race one and move over to the 1400 meter contest in race two. Okay, here we go. Um, Berkeley Square, I think, is a serious, serious horse. Um, for Dan O'Sullivan, Alana Kelly rides. Uh, she rode it here in the replay we're seeing at Geelong. Uh, so it was wide with cover at the rear here. Uh, it's in the, the lime type of colours in the green. Um, so it's come to the outside here. It's a big horse you can see in this replay. Um, and that's pretty rare for the Territory's progeny, um, I've heard. So it's, um, it's a, that's another tick. So they've gone out even to a little bit quick and come home very quick. So 1.9 uh, lengths quick to the six and then 5.9 home quick. 
uh, relative to the class. So that's, you know, eight lengths relative um, to the class that it's uh, run faster there. Uh, and, you know, we love those horses that smash the class benchmark, especially in maiden grade because, you know, they can go step up and grade to a, what, a 64 or a 70 and they can perform. And then from 70, if they break it there, they can go to town or whatever. Um, but, yeah, just breaking maiden grade like that, it's great. I love to see it. Um, fastest last four to two, split of the day, and second fastest two to the post. And its last 200 metres was the best bit of its work, 4.7 lengths quicker than the average last um, 200 metres for the class. Uh, Alana Kelly was soft late there in that replay too. Um, this horse is a half to Senor Toba, who is uh, – it performed well in derbies, um, not last season, the season before, I believe, and then went to Hong Kong. Yep, so um, Toronado sold to Hong Kong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, it, and it's out of a hit mare called Bahamas, who uh, was a very uh, well credentialed horse, uh, I think, in Adelaide. It's run well in Adelaide Guineas or something like that, um, over 2,000 meters. So, I think there's a lot in store for this horse, this prep. Like, I think it's a serious horse and it will, um, you know, make it's a group horse. Um, yeah, straight away. I can, I can say that. Um, but, you know, there's bigger fish to fry, I'd say, whether it be a Guineas or a Derby or a 2,000-metre race on Cup Day or something like that. But um, I think it's a really quality horse, and I think it can win here. And it will definitely run a strong 14, as you saw from that replay there, um, compared to some others here, the two other market legs, who are a query, I'd say. Uh, the knocks are uh, it could get buried back from the inside gate. Uh, that's bad because... It's a big lump of a thing on the inside of horses, and there it was on the outside on debut. Um, so, yeah, the inside gate, and like I said, big prep ahead, Guineas, Derby, I'd say to be right in those races. Um, so, yeah, they're the knocks. Manhattan Thunder, the Sads and D Lane was, you know, hugely impressive on debut. Um, from the shoot start at sale, Jackson, I was talking to Jackson about this horse, and he said he was, he was a, like a top performance. He doesn't see that too often. Um, performance was just shy of five lengths quicker relative to the class. Um, fastest last four to two and the fifth fastest two to the post in the meeting. Um, I think it's very good form out of um, Miss Sudley, the horse it um, runs down here. They got third. Uh, Miss Sudley trialed well. Whiskey hangover, ran home into third there. It looks a proper horse when it gets to a mile and sat in love. And it's my turn had solid form going in there and it's gapped them um, with no favours too. Um, from that wide draw, um, 1,100 to 1,400 slight knock here and 1,400 slight weary for me, so I'm happy to risk. And Boogie Dancer, um, I, I text Shane yesterday before the price went up and I said, yep, they'll go up too short this thing and they've gone up evens, which is just unbelievable to me. Um, I think it had all fa it gets all favours with the map, um, but I'm happy to risk out to 1,400. Uh, I think it overachieved last start in the wet, even though it was held up for a few strides. Um, and that win didn't rate too well, and I don't trust the form, and you know I can't get anywhere near it at even. So I think it's more like a three dollar chance, three fifty chance. Manhattan Thunder probably the right price now, um, but I thought it and Berkeley would be a lot closer together than they are. So Berkeley Square eight fifty, um, I love it. Um, I've had a bet already, and I'll half stake the other at um, starting price. Beauty. So. For something like that, you know, in, in an eight, do you, do you play like a one by three, one by four there, Lindsay, or you're just happy to back that straight out? And by the sounds of what you're talking about, you're probably laying boogie dancer there at the price as well, aren't you? Uh, 
I'm not sure about Lane because especially with this, especially with this track boogie dancer, could just go straight to lead with Carr on a leader. Caulfield, it's just it doesn't really. It's not like a lay to me, but um, like especially I don't know how the track's going to play yet. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm 100 happy to take it on. Absolutely, it's way too short at the price. And um, yeah, with Berkeley Square, I'm happy to just play the nose. Um, you know, I think it's got a big prep ahead. So I don't want to be launching what you know one by three when I can just have something to nose and hopefully get a result. Um, but I think I think it'll be the best horse out of the race um, going forward, and I think it'll be a player in the spring. Was um, there's a key element to that I think, and that's probably the mounting yard from Jackson. That'll be the final tick there if it gets to the race. If Berkeley Square gets to the races, you know, with a heap of improvement to come, or you know that it's looking for that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I was talking to a mate um, from my actual workplace who used to work for Dan O'Sullivan, and he said, um, you know, he loved that uh, Mayor Bahamas, and you know, kicking off fourteen hundred here, you'd think it'd be a Derby prep, not a Guineas prep, or something like that. So, is it really wound up here, um, ready to win at fourteen hundred uh, in July? You know. But uh, yeah, I, I think if it does, if if not now, it's it'll it'll win a race as prep and a good race, I think. Nice and like Shane said, um, that sort of mounting yard is that final piece of the puzzle, especially this time of the year um, with those better horses coming back. Um, it's good to see how they're actually presented first up. And young Jackson has um, turned his form around and been airborne this month. I think forty plus units up um, for the month of July. So. I think we're still running the Jacko 50, so J-A-C-K-O 50. Um, for any first-timers, to, to get 50% off Jacko's package on Saturday. So he's having a massive, massive July punters. Get around at uh, Jacko 50 and get yourself a, a little discount and see how he goes on Saturday. Uh, thanks, Lindsay. That's race two. Now, I think we'll, um, we'll just do a bit of a preview of the big one of the day. Um, the Bletchingly Stakes, the Group 3 over 1,200 metres. I think we see a few of them running around again from a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, so uh, feature race of the day, uh, Lever. Uh, they mostly come through the same form. Um, Lever comes through the race with Oxley Road. Um, Oxley Road, who was the other one? Asar was there too. Um, yeah, Maliva's one. I think it's overachieved. It backed up some really good trials there, but uh, I think it's overachieved. And from the gate, Shane, I think we we're happy to take it on. Well, come through a perfect run last start. Did no work. Um, right part of the track, et cetera, et cetera. Well, where's it map here? Like, wide? And, and, but I suppose it is Caulfield, so who knows? Um, let's have a look at the map here. It's going to be what, what cast, basically, we're saying. But I don't want to too complicate it. Um, what do we make of the um? What do we make of the Queensland horse here? Um, it's the one with a different form, um, and you know Ollie hops on, pricks his ears a bit. Yeah, look, I don't know. Like, it's hard because what do you take out of the race? I mean, we penned every horse out of this race last time, and we made Oxley Road a bit. But it's basically the same. It's a it's a very similar race. So what do we do? Like, what are we doing with Oxley Road? Like, Sartorial Splendor was part of the triple scoop, backing in a place. Um, it's the map favours again. I mean, we, we spoke about it last time. It's just one of those horses that puts himself on speed, which is always a good place to be at Caulfield. I don't know how you could possibly, like, unless you're in, unless you like 
a search in SP profile on Pornhub, you love it that much. How could you be on Oxley Road for any other reason than SP profile? Off its last start. So a question for you two. Are you guys, you know, with, with your punting, do you, you know, obviously we we're pretty keen on Oxley Road uh, before that last start. Are, are you guys, do you tend to incline to say, all right, let's just pen that run and I'll give him another chance or at the price it's not really worth it? I think it's all price. Oh, I find it difficult to engage too much in the SP profile discussion um, purely because of where I bet and, like, the you know, like, you know, the majority of my stuff's in, you know, provincial Queensland and, you know, like you win them. It's just I just feel like it's different. This is a, I think this is a different conversation because it's a very similar race. You know, so does that make sense? What I'm going to say that? Hmm. Uh, like just just knowing, like doing doing Foreman Melbourne for a while, I think Oxley Road, um, as I'm pretty sure it's still cold, right? Um, it's it was I think it's a full to exceed, and this is it not? And you know, if it's if it's ready to win, it would have been um, would have been wound up, and it would have just won first up, you know, out of its form, out of the um, out of you know, Group One races, um, last preparation, it would be there, and it would be there to win. Um, and its trials, the trials were okay heading into that too, but um, you know they didn't jump out at you and say, you know, back me first up. I'm here to win because you know I'm getting getting a spot on the roster somewhere. You know, just getting another, um, you know, black type win. Um, and then you know, Sartorial Splendors. I think it's a more seasoned horse now, and it's you know stepping out to 1200. Like if you told me I'd be back in Sartorial Splendor in a bletchingly. Uh, I would like two years ago. I'd be like, no way. I, I think it's just thousand meters only. But it's showing now um, that it can stretch out against D Lane, um, good map um, on speed. I think that's the one I'd be looking at. So, what about William Thomas? He, he I mean, I think he he did what William Thomas does last start, doesn't he? Runs home, runs. You know, one of the fastest last two fours of the the day meeting, etc. Um, but he sort of does that a lot and sucks people in, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, ben Mellon pops on. Uh, he came back a winner on Wednesday, so I'm not sure. It's not a race I'll be betting in. Ben Mellon. Sure. It'd be good, good, good watch. I read an article of how Ben was saying how hard he'd been working in the off-season. Yeah, he was training. Like he was on, looked like he was on a, on a European summer holiday to me. I but obviously, I think where he's gone wrong, though, is he hasn't posted his gym workouts like those Sydney jockeys do. Yeah, they love those Sydney jockeys. Love that. Oh, hey, just on the balance boards and yeah, punters are athletes too. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if Scalapini blew these away. These are B graders, these horses, and Scalapini has been running really well. But he's just got this, like, you know, when he was in Queensland, like, you know, Count the Rupee Apache Chase, like, well, you know, they'd be, you know, they'd be. Like hard in the market in this sort of race, those horses. I've got no doubt about that. Like he couldn't have gone much better than what he did. Obviously, the prep where you step him out to a mile and you know he's ran okay. He never really runs a bad race, to be honest. This horse, um, and he's, he's definitely stepped up to the top level in Queensland. As I said, he wasn't far off in Group Two and Group One company. Um, Forty-two days has trialed at Deegan and then travelled down. So, like. He wouldn't be going around a loser for me at that price. Gets like, Oli gets Oli on. Like they're, they're just like they're just they're not like are they are they borderline like group three horses? These horses like 
you know, good open company sprinters. Like, you know, Streets of Avalon's probably been there and done it. Has it passed its best? I don't know. Obviously, it's ran well its last couple. It didn't trial very good. I mean, did you see that trial, Lindsay, of Streets of Avalon? It didn't look like he... Um... Well, they'd be too sharp for it at 1,200. Well, the thing is, like, doing doing Vic Form for a while, everyone just rides the Streets of Avalon, too old, too old, too old. It's come out, you know, last prep, and it's still performed at the highest level. You know, it's run second at Ayrton. Uh, it's run huge races. Um, all-star mile. I'm third in the all-star mile. You know, sharp at 1,200 metres, but... Um, you know, but I think yeah, back to your sharp. point, Shane, some of these are, this is sort of the payday for some of these horses, you know, these group three before the better horses come back for the, sh- the spring, you know, like, like Oxley Road, like we thought he was going to be up and about because that was his chance to win a good race this spring before the better horses come back. <clears throat> so no bet from you, um, no bet from you, Lindsay, in this race, just sort of shouldering arms. Yeah, through the keeper. Shane, anything from you? Well, it's not been. I'm not being parochial here, but um, like I'll, I would have some. I'll be having some nice scalloping. All right, Lindsay's got to leave. He's uh, off to his uh, off to his actual real work. Thanks for today, Lindsay. Just wrapping up your bet. So in race one, um, what do we have? Race one there at Caulfield. Oh, what do we have? Race one. Sorry, my bad. Chester, um, Chester Warrior at the, the yeah. twelve thirteens. Yeah, I'll be back in Chester Warrior. I've half staked at 12s and I've half staked, uh, oh, I will half stake at um, starting price. Uh, River Ribble, I may play late, um, but I'm happy to risk now at the price into 370. But it will get all favours. Um, and then race two, um, Berkeley Square, if not on Saturday, follow that horse. I think it's a serious animal. Um, but yeah, I've taken some 850, um, and then I'll half stake at BSP. Um, Manhattan Thunder, the biggest danger. I'm happy to take on Boogie Dancer. Perfect. Thanks, Lindsay. We will catch you next week. Shane and I will wrap up the show. Um, Shane, anything from you? I know that the old um, Mr. Whippy ice cream scoop is becoming quite famous. You've, you've nailed it two weeks in a row. What have you got for the punters this weekend? Yeah, um, well, I was sort of looking for a bit of a lead from Lindsay. I, I don't disagree with him in race one. I, I didn't mind Chester Warrior. I like those jump outs where they get let off the leash to see what's under the hood, as opposed to these ones where they're styling up and you don't know what's left. Um, this horse can dash. Let, let's just take it a place, Chester Warrior, in a bit of an all-up. We'll go in, we'll take it a place into Scalapini winning place. Okay, perfect. So we're getting around to $3.10, $3.20, depends where you shop. The place and then Scalapini's 10. So we're getting sort of what, what do we got the place for Scalapini yeah, at the no, moment? Roughly the same. You know, so yeah. So we're getting about $30 for the 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 place win double and nine dollars for the place place double there on Saturday at Caulfield. And if and I, yeah, I think I would be I'm gonna have something on Scalapini anyway at the price for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think look, like we like we spoke about earlier, um, this time of the year, Jacko is in form. Um, he's hit a nice purple patch, so sign up to his his service there at themailbag.com.au. And also for Shane's product, obviously, we've taken a bit of a wide berth this weekend to, to preview anything early, just not knowing how tracks are coming up. And, you know, we all, it's going to be it's a matter of how wet. It's, um, if betting light will be the key Saturday, we've got plenty of meetings to bet on. So um, we sort of did that a little bit last week. We... Um, I only liked a few races at Eagle Farm, so I just said, sent to the subs, I'm going to swerve them because I like a few races at Gympie and Gold Coast. And we ended up back in 
four or five winners in a row, four winners in a row out wide. And I just gave Eagle Farm the ass. So um, there might be a bit of that Saturday with the weather being the way it is. And the, the, our, our mailbag group chat, the group chat on the app, everyone was loving those gimpy winners. Um, I don't think any any of us south of the border don't know where it is, but uh, like they say, they, they, they pay the same. It doesn't matter where they race. Um, all righty, so that's it, guys. Um, good luck on the punt this weekend. As always, we're powered by punningform.com.au. If you've got any inquiries about any of the horses that we're currently selling or just any questions about bloodstock that you'd like to um, know or ask, Jono, J-O-N-O, at themailbag.com.au. Any last words, Shane? Uh, no, just like Jackson's on fire, got to get his stuff. No, exactly. That's the best bet for the week. And if you haven't signed up before, Jacko50, get yourself a 50% um, discount. So you're winning before you even start. All right, punters, good luck on the weekend. We'll see you next week.